Welcome back to the NASCAR series with Michael. Michael, let's get ready. Wait, oh no. I might have to make an iPad switch and charge the iPad. This will take me at least less than a minute. person at all. He's really famous, I gotta say. But let's get started. Started with, with episode 115. Johnson's still on track to retire at the end of 2020. For over 75 years, people have saved money with... Oh, with Geico. Oh, sorry. From the top. For over 75 years... <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> what are you doing there? Geico. Saving people money for over 75 years. Yeah, it still is the plan. Um... You know, I made that decision and worked through all of that mentally uh, last fall. And knowing that 2020 isn't my last year racing, I think really helped soften that for me. Um, certainly 2020 is a different year, and I feel for the fans that had plans to come see me and, and the fact that we might not go back to some tracks. But I'm not done racing. We're going back racing this year, um, and then I plan to still race in the future. So I know it's not ideal, but, uh, you know, the time I've had to reflect and think during the shutdown has only cemented my uh, my plans and my, my, my heart to uh, to make 2020 my last full-time year at NASCAR. Well, yeah, Johnson is going to be on his last full year here in 2020. And he, um, although he announced it last year in 2019. John Bobo detailed NASCAR's rigorous plan for state competition. For over 75 years, people have saved money with... Sorry, from the top. For over 75 years. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> what are you doing there? Something Geico, saving people money for over 75 years. Hello, everybody. I'm Jonathan Merriman here in my home in Charlotte, North Carolina. Joining me today is John Bobo, the Vice President of Racing Operations. John, let's jump right into it. NASCAR, we're back this weekend. Now, we're different than stick and ball sports. And, and how does that basically allow us to get back to racing so soon? 
You know, I think there are uh, several things that make it easier for NASCAR to return first. You know, as a league, when we open up, we're not opening up in 32 cities. We take the league to specific uh, communities and locations, and we can strategically pick those and then move them if, if necessary. Uh, the other thing is our competitors have a lot of PPE to begin with. You know, they're wearing fire suits. Uh, they're wearing, uh, you know, fireproof everything when they're over the wall and, and our drivers. And the other advantage is, our infields. We have this ability to space out our operations dramatically uh, so we can uh, have people in a lot of different places. We can create bubbles for the drivers. So, you know, the drivers are going to come to the event. They're going to be in a motor coach uh, in a bubble until we put them in a race car and they can go. So we've, we've got a lot of advantages in social distance. And then we also have an advantage in compartmentalization and creating functional cells uh, for people to operate at track. So I think those are some of the things that have really helped us return to racing. You guys have worked from, you know, local, state and federal officials, the CDC, OSHA has been involved. What are some guidelines that they helped you guys put in place to make sure our return is, in fact, safe? Uh, great question. I think one of the first things we did is we started working with a, a variety of physicians, uh, including an infectious disease uh, physician and epidemiologist. They helped us really think about how to take what were the CDC guidelines and how to apply those to racing. We worked with a lot of other doctors that we that we. Sorry, it's just my dad telling me to turn turn my podcast down, video down mostly. But he is a famous guy. So when they get on property at a racetrack, they're good to go. They're ready to 
Chromebook. You know, we've shared our protocols at length with the teams and the drivers and the owners, uh, helping them understand what's required. We're asking teams to make sure that the participants they bring have been symptom-free for five days and that they've not been exposed to anybody else. Uh, we've asked them to travel responsibly, um, we, meaning, you know, if they can drive instead of fly, that's great. And, you know, frankly, that's why we picked Darlington, as we knew this was an event that the majority of the industry could drive to for one day and then drive home that night. There's never been an event like this before. We're going to travel differently. We're going to enter in staggered times. We're going to exit in staggered times. We're going to move about the racetrack differently. Uh, it'll be nothing like uh, we've ever seen. But from home, from the broadcast, it's going to be great. It's going to be racing that we've known uh, and that we've been longing for for several months. All right, we appreciate your time, and uh, good luck keeping everything running smoothly this weekend. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, guys, that was a long five-minute video. It's a thing from NASCAR Cabin. The first-time viewer's guide to picking your favorite driver. Are you the most popular kid in your class? Then you'll like Chase Elliott. Do you not like millennials? Then you'll like Kevin Harvick. Do you like Michael Jordan? Then you'll like Denny Hamlin. Do you like the kid who yodel, yodeled inside of Walmart? Then you'll like William Byron. Do you root for the heel when you watch wrestling? Then you'll like Kyle Busch. Do you like Tom Hanks? Then you'll like Jimmy Johnson. Do you like Dwayne Johnson? Then you'll like Matt DiMandetto. Do you like people who are who are equal parts Gary Buzzy, Boss Hog, and a five-year-old kid that just ate all of their Halloween candy in one sitting? Then you'll love Clint Boyer. <coughs> Do you have two X chromosomes? Then you'll like Ryan Blaney. Do you like Samuel L. J dot L. Jackson? Then you'll like Kurt Busch. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This might also make you decide your favorite driver. But this is just from NASCAR Chasm, so. Oh, yeah. And also, NASCAR drivers and officials, feel free to ask for an interview. You, um, you can um, just message me on anchor.fm slash Michael, Michael62377. And then um, you can um, hit message and then, like, just say if you want to get interviewed. And I'll be happy to. And I'll be able to record with you guys at 7.30 p.m. till the end of my podcast. Just wanted to tell you that. Not so I can at least get in touch with some NASCAR drivers because it is a NASCAR podcast. That's because... I've been waiting to kind of do some interviews or something. Before the end, Newman breaks down his Darlington test ahead of his return. We left the apartment. There is a bit of a clogging problem. At least Geico makes it easy to bundle our renters and car insurance. For bundling made easy, go to geico.com. Yeah, we went down and did um, about 30 laps total at speed. Um, did
there's two five lap runs, kind of check the tires out, and then put another set of tires on for a 20 lap run. And wanted to see um, how I felt in the car. I had no apprehensions getting in the car. I was excited to get in the car. It's my favorite racetrack, and just really wanted to get back in it and at it. And um, I've been working really hard to uh, do the things that I needed to do uh, test-wise to you know, pass my concussion testing protocol and things like that, so that I could be down there with my team and Dr. Petty to. Um, establish the fact that I felt well and, and could prove it and drive well behind the race, behind the seat of the race car. So um, I basically did that. I mean, I, I, um, the track was really green. It was really fast. Um, my first five laps of my 20-lap run were quicker than the pole-winning car from last fall. So I handled the speed. Um, There's no issue with that. just uh, wanted to uh, you know, kind of get that behind me. And uh, Darlington, kind of close to home and away from a little bit of everything else, um, for me, it was no different than how Dale Jr. did it. Take it out. Oh, no. Sorry about that. also want to tell you my sister is here. To go down and, and um, you know, shake things down. Okay. As we're about to hit the 13-minute mark, I am in, like, probably less than two minutes. I will go. Oh. But also, um, remember what I said like a bit ago. Feel free to inter ask for an interview. Go to anchor.fm slash michael62377. And then you can just send me a message and ask. And, like, this is for, like, NASCAR people. Ask if you want to be interviewed. And I can totally do that and put you on, on with friend recording. Thanks. Bye, and see you later for tomorrow for episode one hundred and sixteen.